We have reached the all-star break. What the Magic have already accomplished this season and why they're still looking to do a little bit more. It's time to get to it on Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked on Magic. Today is February 15th. It will be February 16th, 2024. My name is Philip Ross Reich. I'm the side expert and editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Because follow me on Twitter at PhilipRR underscore OMD. Today on Locked on Magic, we're going to take a, a little bit of stock. Today we're going to look back at what the Magic have already accomplished. We'll set up the rest of the season on Monday or Tuesday. But today let's take a look back at what the Magic have done so far this season as we hit the all-star break. Just a little bit of a breath. We're gonna we're just gonna take we're gonna take it nice and easy. We're gonna enjoy what this team has done. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, we want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when you upload. We truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember this great Locked On podcast covering every single team in the NBA. Just search for Locked On and the team you're looking for. The Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. I am someone that does like to to split the season up into quarters and, and just assess where we're at at each at each quarter break. And, and we're not quite through the first three quarters of the season yet, so we will do that again um, early in March when the Magic do hit the final quarter of the season. But obviously, the All Star break it is a great time to just take a breather. Like let's let's do some breathing exercises, everyone. Let's just sit down, deep breath in. Deep breath out. The stress of the season leaves you as you take another deep breath in. <sighs> Expel all the bad on the out. Yeah, that, that, that's that's about the most I can do. And I hope that minute or so of doing that just makes you feel a little bit better. Um, this is a time to, A, just reflect on what we've done uh, and, and what's happened. And we'll get to Paolo here in a minute. But... Uh, I, I wanted to stop before we get too deep into things. And again, we'll talk a little bit about the work ahead. I, I don't want to just pretend, I don't want to sit here and celebrate like we've done anything. There, there's still work to do. But this Magic team has set itself up, I, I, per, I personally think, far better than almost any of us could have imagined. I, I, I don't think any of us thought the magic could be this. Um, and yeah, there are a few people who said four seed. Shout out Markel Fultz. There are a few people who said five seed. And, and you know, those goals aren't completely gone. But the median goal for this team was play in tournament 500 record. Like that, that, that would have been a great season. And, you know, again, the Magic are still in that 7-8 game. They still got work to do. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about that and what's ahead coming up uh, toward the end of the show. Um, but at the end of the day, what our goals were for this season was to experience winning for the first time. To go through the grind and begin to understand what it's going to take to win night in and night out in the NBA. That is ultimately 
what this season was about. Um, you know, again, you can put a win total on it. We can put a seed, you know, line on it. But at the end of the day, what I think we all agreed upon that the Magic had to get out of this season is to figure out how to win every night, how to be competitive at a higher level. And so 57 games into the season, 55 games into the season, excuse me, 55 games into the season, I think we can safely say mission accomplished. Um, There are goals the Magic still need to hit and benchmarks they still need to hit as a team. But the big overarching thing, the big thing that we had to learn, had to see, is that this team had the potential to be a winning team. Right, not just had the potential, had the kinetic energy. You know, here's some science, some science class for you. Potential energy turned into kinetic energy. We had to see this team become what they are today. A team that when we enter every game, we believe they can win. It doesn't matter if they're playing Oklahoma City, it doesn't matter if they're playing Miami, it doesn't matter if they're playing Milwaukee, it doesn't matter if they're playing Boston, Denver, the Lakers, the Warriors, the Suns, the Kings. They can beat anybody on their schedule. They are good enough to win any game. And again, I'm not. We're going to talk about the future ahead. The work's still ahead. This team has flaws. Uh, I'm not. I'm not sitting here saying they're perfect, or that this has been a perfect season. But when we take a step back and we think about what we wanted to accomplish at the beginning of the season, or what we hoped this Magic team would accomplish at the beginning of the season. The Magic are well on. The Magic, frankly, have already done it. Now, doing it for 82 games is different. You know, obviously, the Magic went 5 and 20 last year. There's still 27 games left. Let's not set off fireworks quite yet. There's still work to do. And again, we'll talk about that toward the end of the show here. But if the Magic stay on the path that they're on, you have to imagine President of Basketball Operations Jeff Weltman and, and Coach Jamal Mosley are sitting back looking at the work that this team's put in already and said, this is exactly what we wanted. This is exactly what we mapped out for this team. This is exactly what we hoped this team would accomplish. That's a pretty big thing. Like that is, at least in my estimation, a pretty big thing. We entered the season with the goal of being competitive, of seeing this team capable of winning every single night, to see this team win regularly, put together wins, get through the ups and downs of the season and come out on top. We hope for a 500 record. This team's never been below 500 all year long. That's not nothing. Everything we talk about this team doing they're doing for the first time since Dwight Howard left in 2012. They are very much on track to eclipse the 42 wins that the 2019 team hit, the only winning team since Dwight Howard left. This is a season and this is a moment for the historical context that clearly shows we are beyond the rebuild era. The rebuild era is over. We are in the Palo and Franz era. I, 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 I'm sure it's Taylor's version too. Um, the Magic 
at this point in the season. You you can believe that they can play better, and they can. Actually, that's one of the reasons why I'm sitting here saying this season has been a success. Because the Magic are set to accomplish their big goals. Make the play, 500 record, win more regularly, all that stuff. And we're going to sit here and say they can be better. We saw during the nine-game win streak how much better this team can play. We saw them struggle through the injuries, lose some of their identity, and say, we know they can be better. For as good as this team has been, as much as this team's exceeded expectations, they can be a lot better. And that, in and of itself, is a sign of tremendous growth. That, in and of itself, is a sign that not only are we dealing with a team learning to win for the first time, and nothing, nothing in a team's development is more fun and more exciting than a team learning to win for the first time because they feel unbeatable. Like you watch this Magic team when they win, they act like they are unbeatable. They are in joy. You know, Jamal Mosley says this all the time. We've got to play with joy. This team is enjoying the work and enjoying this experience because right now there's no pressure. Right now, the fan base, the franchise, the players, everyone is just happy to be winning every night. Yeah, they take a few losses here and there, but they're happy to just experience winning because they've never done it before. That's the fun part of all this. That's the fun part of this team. And that's been the fun part of the season. The Magic have put themselves at the All-Star break in a position to accomplish something real. We're not just talking about, oh, they had a nice finish to the season. We've done, we've done that game before. Or, oh, the defense looked good for 25 games or 50 games. No. We're at a different level. We are in a new era. And the Magic have proven that through these first 55 games to get us to the All-Star break. They are ready for the sprint to the finish. We've been excited. We've been waiting for this part of the season because we know that this team is set up to do some very big things. And they've shown to us in these first 55 games that they are very, very capable of accomplishing all of it. We'll talk about some of the individual things that the Magic have done that have put them in such a great spot. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, it's time for a quick word from our friends over at eBay Motors. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Basketball host Josh Lloyd to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long. Whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you players who are guaranteed to fit your roster. So let's see what Josh has picked out for us on this week's eBay Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week with the All-Star break. Obviously, not a lot of games. No games the rest of this week. We'll have uh, we'll have to wait until, I think, Thursday for games next for games next week. The Magic play Thursday in Cleveland. So for this, this week, we ought to talk about some play. We ought to talk about at least one player who is set to step up. This is Josh Lloyd's fantasy pick of the week. And we got to give some love to our guy, UCF 
former UCF forward Taylor Hendricks, the Utah Jazz rookie, is set to get a large role down the stretch for the Jazz. We're just looking for, for some guys on, you know, guys who have to get playing time on, especially bad rosters. Uh, not that Utah's terrible. Utah's still kind of in the play on mix, playing mix. With Simone Fantecchio and Kelly Olynyk on, Hendricks is going to find a larger role down the stretch. All of us here in Orlando know how good Taylor Hendricks can be. Hendricks should be someone that you have your eye on. On the magic side of things, I keep, you know, I know a lot of people are kind of down on Wendell Carter right now. He's kind of your Rorschach test on the team. If you like Wendell Carter, I do. Um, expect him to be better with some time off. Getting some time to get the body recovered here over the next uh, over the next week. I expect Wendell Carter to come out of the All-Star break playing very, very well. He's kind of established himself as a third scorer, even though, um, you know, the Magic are very heavily involved with, with uh, Franz and Paolo. Wendell Carter gets pretty good numbers and stats. He'll get your threes. He'll get some rebounds. He'll get some points. Definitely take a look at Wendell Carter. Josh Lloyd from Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to help you win your fantasy championship in eBay Motors. Knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. It's the same with your vehicle. With more than 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly with brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs. eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. That's the most important thing. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. eBay Guaranteed Fit's only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We want to thank you for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day with a busy weekend in sports. Make the Locked On Sports Today 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube and now on Amazon Fire TV in the free Fire TV channels app, your next listen. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts like me of Locked On plus our national shows covering every league. Find Locked On Sports Today now available on the free Fire TV channels app. Obviously, success for this team has not just been built around the team itself. Obviously, everything is the sum of its parts. And, and that's, you know, as Jamal Mosley likes to say, everything's done by committee. Everyone on this team, you know, that this team is really good at sort of taking what the defense gives them and, and at least putting themselves in a good spot. You know, we've gone through the three-point shooting thing a million times. Every time the Magic have a really bad three-point shooting effort, I go into the numbers and I say they got a lot of good looks that they missed. So in some respects, you know, the Magic do really a good job setting up at least makeable shots. Now, do they have good shooters? Debate. Yeah. No, they don't. They don't have enough good shooting. And, and that's that's ultimately going to be the problem the Magic run into in the playoffs. Again, we'll get to the work ahead coming up here in a minute. But there have been a lot of significant and sizable steps forward this year. Uh, and, you know, when you look at... What matters? Um, you know, again, we, we we talk about this. This is this this season's not about this season. Um, you know, again, it, it's important that the magic take these steps forward. Um, it's important that the magic experience a playoff chase, experience winning pressure for the first time. That stuff matters. And I will say this unequivocally: making the playoffs is a necessity. You know, at the beginning of the season, 
I think we all, and we'll get, I'll dive into this more later, but at the beginning of the season, I think we all, I, I my thought at the beginning of the season was we'd be in the 9-10 game, that the Magic would be in the 9-10 game, um, would be hovering around 500. I thought they'd ultimately finish below at like somewhere, but somewhere like 40 to 42 wins, 30, I think I had them 38 to 44 wins. Like I had them in that range. Um, they're, they're looking at, they're looking at 45 wins. Like there's 27 games left. 15 and 12 is very, very doable. And honestly, thinking about it now, knowing what their schedule is, 15 and 12 would be a disappointment. I, I think they could get to 46, 47 wins. Like they they can definitely, they could definitely have a really strong finish to the season. So that's either here or there. Um we, you know, the expectations have changed. That that's 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 what I'm trying to get at. And that is a credit to the team, first and foremost. But that is a credit to the individuals who have stepped up in the process. It's Paolo Bancaro being in the All-Star game, averaging 23, 7, and 5. Like, getting his first triple-double, getting his first 40-point game. Becoming the star that we all thought he would become eventually sooner. The fact that Paolo Bancaro is so good, and he's really good. Like I, I have, I, I have to keep stressing this. Paolo Bancaro is really good. You don't need me to tell you that, but it, it needs to be said out loud. Paolo Bancaro is really good. Hey, national sites, pick up this clip. Paolo Bancaro is really good. To see him in the All Star game at this stage, I didn't think it'd happen in the second year. I thought it, I thought it'd be next year. I didn't think he'd be there this this quickly, but um, to to be at this stage already elevates everyone else. It elevates the whole team. It elevates what's possible. Um, but it's not just him. It's Franz Wagner, despite having an inefficient scoring year for, by his standards, averaging more than 20 points per game and giving the Magic a chance at their first two 20-point, their first uh, duo of 20-point-per-game scores since Penny and Shaq in 1996. Again, so many things that we talk about that the Magic are doing. They're doing things for the first time since Dwight left. They're doing things since the, for the first time since Shaq. They're, they are doing things that this franchise has not seen in a very long time. That's part of this group. That's part of the promise that this group is making. And really, what this season has been is a promise. Like it's 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 like an investment coming to fruition and, and still paying dividends down the road. This is like a dividend. I, I, I don't know my stocks. Like, sorry, I don't. I, there's an ad read coming up about that in, in a minute, but I don't know my stock markets. But this is like a dividend. We are getting a bonus on our way to the real profit two, three years down the road. And like, remember during the trade deadline, I was saying, you know, we're really planning for a two to four year window here for the next two to four years. It's not about this season. This season is a necessary step, but it's the bonus as a team because we're seeing Paolo become an all-star. We're seeing Franz begin to, 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 to stake some claim. We're seeing Jalen Suggs become a 38% three-point shooter and potential all-defensive team player. We're seeing so many players. You know, we saw Cole go through his big stretch and Mo and Goga and, and just the team being number five in defensive rating. Yeah, they might have the worst offense among all playoff teams, but their defense is legit. And, and it's kept them in a lot of games. They have a positive net rating at the end of the day. Um, they are a plus team. 
Their defense is good enough, yeah, on average at least, to make up for their offense. Now, will that work in the playoffs? That's coming up here in a minute. But this team is this what this team has done again at the trade de- at the at the All Star break is tell us what their future is going to be. It has set the expectations and set the tone for what the future is going to be and what the future is going to bring. And that's the part that's so much fun. That's the part that we're all excited about. That there are significantly better days ahead. That this is not the end of the road. That this is just the beginning. And again, we've hit the all-star break. And not that all the expectations for the team have changed. But they've told us we set the expectations too low. And it's time to raise the bar. So, what work is left for the last 27 games? We'll chat about that coming up here in just a moment. But first, it's time for a quick word from our friends over at Robinhood. Did you know that even if you have a 401k for retirement, you can still have an IRA? Robinhood has the only IRA that gives you a 3% boost on every dollar you can contribute when you subscribe to Robinhood Gold. But get this, now through April 30th, Robinhood is even boosting every single dollar you transfer in from other retirement accounts with a 3% match. That's right. No cap on the 3% match. Robinhood Gold gets you the most for your retirement thanks to their IRA with a 3% match. This offer is good through April 30th. Get started at Robinhood.com slash boost. Subscription fees apply. And Al, for some legal info, claim as of Q1 2024 validated by Radius Global Market Research. Investing involves risk, including loss. Limitations apply to IRAs and 401ks. 3% match requires Robinhood Gold for one year from the date of first 3% match. Must keep Robinhood IRA for five years. The 3% matching on transfers is subject to specific terms and conditions. Robinhood IRA is available to U.S. customers in good standing. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC is a registered broker dealer. So I, I'm someone who does believe that expectations shift as the season progresses. You know, you enter a season. I don't think you ever forget your preseason expectations, and you don't ever forget the measure or what you wanted to see done in the preseason. Because at the end of the day, that's you know, that's the beginning, and you know, you want to keep that perspective as you get closer to the end of the season and as you begin to evaluate the season say, okay, we thought we were here. You know, we accomplished these goals and so on and so forth. Like, I don't think we should ever lose that perspective, but I do think you also have to take information as it comes in. You do have to look at what occurs during the season and adjust accordingly. This player turned out much better than you thought. This player turned out worse. You know, 
you have to be able to find ways to make meaning of the season as it progresses. And frankly, for the last decade, a lot of that was downgrading adjustment, downgrading expectations, saying we're not going to hit these benchmarks. Let's lower the let's lower the ceiling a little bit and just see if we can get this one and, and go from there and, and grow from there. That's obviously not the case this year. Obviously, this year we are looking at a team that has already exceeded expectations, that has already told us that they are better than what we thought. And so we look at these last 25, 27 games, not as celebrating what we've accomplished, as much as I think it's good to spend the last 23 minutes looking back at what they've done and saying they've come a long way. And, and especially using this time at, at the All-Star break to recognize that progress. But this team's shown us they can do a whole lot more. This team's shown us that they can be better. And frankly, that's both been freeing and exciting. And it's also been something that I think can, I guess, overcolor what this team can accomplish. Look, like I mentioned, among all the teams that are currently in the playoff picture, the Orlando Magic have the worst offense in the league. Uh, Their offense is not up to snuff. And, you know, there are a lot of people who are rightly putting focus on Markel Fultz, rightly putting focus on Wendell Carter, rightly putting focus on Cole Anthony, asking, how do we make this offense better? And all those questions are the right questions to ask. Pressure is a privilege. And the Magic have earned the privilege to think about how does this grow beyond this year? Did we miss opportunities at the trade deadline? Fair questions to ask. That's obviously not going to be something you solve now. Those are questions better left for the offseason, but they are questions that do need to linger. So at the end of the day, the Magic's expectations have changed. What we expect this team to do, what this team needs to accomplish now is much different than what we set out at the beginning of the season. Let's say it unequivocally. Let's say it full sentence, all caps, bold it, save it, whatever you have to do with it. This season, the Magic must make the playoffs. Not the postseason, not the play-in, the playoffs. They need to be in a seven-game series. Um, I was listening to the low post uh, uh, after the trade deadline, and and Zach Lowe, uh, Zach Lowe, and I think it was Kevin Pelton at the time uh, on the show. It might have been Bobby, it might have been the end of Bobby Marks' segment. Um, but Zach Lowe said exactly what I've been saying: that the Magic don't really know what they need until they get into a playoff series and get exposed and get get beat up a little bit. Uh, you know, they 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 need to be you know not humbled isn't the right word. This team's extremely humble, but they need to get exposed. Uh, and in some ways they'll be exposed in obvious ways and ways that we already can foresee and know. Um, but there are other ways that this team needs to figure out, okay, does this work? Will this actually work in a playoff series? They know they have to get better. And a lot of that's going to come through internal growth. I know everyone hates that word because everyone wants the shiny toys, but a lot of this magic team is still, is still so young. You got to be a little bit patient, patient with their growth and development. Guys are going to get better. Paolo's going to get Paolo's. This is the worst Paolo's going to be. This is the worst Franz is going to be. 
even with Franz not making shots at the same rate that he was his first two seasons, he's been really good. He's still taking some significant steps. He's still exploring and expanding his game. Um, you know, there's slowly but surely the Magic are going to start defining roles and expecting a little bit more perfection and less experimenting. We're still in the experimenting stage. It's still the fun, exciting part of a rebuild, of a, of a successful rebuild at that. But the Magic still have work ahead to make sure that they're in that playoff picture and make sure they're in that series. And, you know, I've said it a million times on this show already. We're already thinking about April. We're already thinking about what this team's going to have to do for those meaningful games. So as we sit at the All-Star break, the Magic are half game behind Indiana for sixth, tied with Miami for seventh, and I believe uh, three games up on Chicago, or no, four games up, four and a half games up on Chicago uh, for, let me, let me get that, let me get that right. Let me, let me, let me actually have my information. Um, Four games up on Chicago for eighth. Eight and a half games up on Brooklyn for 10. Eight and a half games up with 27 to play. Barring an absolute collapse, and Brooklyn is not good. Uh, sorry, Brooklyn. Um, we owe them a couple, and, and they come to town uh, in a couple weeks. Um, despite Brooklyn, uh, barring an absolute collapse, Orlando is going to be in the play-in. Again, mission accomplished. Like, like woohoo. Um, the Magic have to be in a seven-game series. And look, I, I know I've said this when the play-in came out. I, I'm still a big believer on this. The play-in tournament is made for teams like Orlando to experience success in pressure situations. I do not mind if the Magic are in the play-in tournament. I do not mind if they're if they have to go down to Miami and beat the Heat. I do not mind if Miami has to come to Orlando to face the Magic. I do not mind if the Magic have to play a second game against Chicago or Atlanta, as long as they win that game and get to that seven-game series. We will be having a very different conversation and, frankly, a very disappointed and dispirited conversation if Orlando's not ending their season in a seven-game series. That's the risk of the playing tournament, so it would be really nice to get the sixth seed. And again, the schedule is set up for them to do so. Um, the schedule is set up for them to be able to make up that ground on Indiana. Now, whether they can make up that, whether they can fend off Miami, that is certainly another question as well. The Magic could even get more ambitious. So there is still work ahead. The Magic are not finished. They are not done. They have to keep winning. They have not accomplished anything yet. As much as I've said, they've checked off so many of their goals. There is still work to do because this this season is about growth and about maximizing that growth as a team. Sorry, Jed Howard. Um, this is this season is about maximizing that growth. And now the Magic have to finish the job over these last twenty seven games. But for now, take your feet up, deep breaths, enjoy your All Star break, and let's get back to work next week. Because that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. You, of course, find me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. Um, you can uh, subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Himaly, Google, Spotify, Odyssey, and all of them listen to all podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can, of course, find us as well on YouTube at Locked on Magic or search for Locked on Magic or YouTube.com slash at Locked on Magic. I don't know exactly how that works. 
For the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can also find us on Twitter there, at omagicdaily. And be sure to check out my Patreon page, Orlando Magic Hub, at patreon.com slash Hub. I offered some final thoughts on Shaquille O'Neal's jersey retirement ceremony on the Patreon page. It is free, just so you can check it out. Um, check it out again at patreon.com slash Hub. And of course, thank you all for your support. That's going to do it for me today. For your next listen, be sure to check out the Locked On Sports Today 24-7 streaming channel. You can find that on YouTube as well as on the Amazon Fire TV in the free, uh, app, in the Fire TV channels app. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus the Locked On national shows covering every league. Find Locked On Sports Today now available on the free Fire TV channels app. I want everyone to enjoy the All-Star Weekend. It is the weekend of Paolo Bancaro. Good luck to our guy. Mac McClung in the dunk contest. Good luck to Trevlin and Queen and Kevon Harris as well in the G League rise in the G League All Star Game. Um, we will have a complete recap of All Star Weekend, how Paolo did, how he stood out. We're going to do that on Monday, so no weekend episodes. I'm going to enjoy my All Star break. I hope you guys do too. Until then, for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Rossman Reich. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic.